The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Thank you, everyone. And today, uh, we'll continue from the theme that um, we've been speaking about. Um, this is the multifaceted or multidimensional uh, aspects of our practice path. We've spoken about how we practice with kindness, embodiment, you know, holding the babies in the premature world, um, word, or um, practicing in family dynamics. And yesterday we spoke about practicing in the relational field. And so today we'll continue with yet another story from a monastery within. And this is called Many Ways of Walking the Path. The monastery held a big public event celebrating the birth of the Buddha. As crowds of visitors came to commemorate the event, commotion, commotion and noise rhymed throughout the monastery. In the early afternoon, four young monks decided to slip out the back gate. They had decided that they weren't needed and that uh, their absence would not be noticed. They decided to hike a well-trodden path into the mountains. As they hiked, one of the monks said, I'm so glad we decided to get away from all the chaos of the monastery. I was agitated by all the people and activity. Another monk replied, It hadn't occurred to me that we were trying to get away from anything. I thought we left the monastery because we wanted to reach the outlook with the beautiful vista that is along this path. The third monk then spoke up quite forcefully. I am not interested in escaping what is behind us or focusing on distant goals. I thought we were simply walking the path to enjoy the views each step along the way. Impatient with what the others had said, the fourth monk said, I thought we headed out on this path to get exercise. The goals you all have for our walk are all temporary. By building up our strength, we will be better prepared for even longer hikes that we may have to undergo. Also, it is such a delight to move and feel vitality coursing through the body. As each committed to his approach for walking the path, they each decided to go on their own way. After all, why should they be troubled to walk with someone who had a different understanding of what the walk was about? The further he walked from the monastery, the less the first monk felt obsessed by the festivities he had left behind. When he felt quite removed from the monastery, 
his motivation for the hike had disappeared. And he sat down and took a nap, leaning against a tree. This might remind you something, <laughs> the rabbit. <laughs> and the second monk was so eager to reach the outlook that he didn't notice the rocks and the roots that lay across the path. He stumbled and fell often. After a while, he was scraped and bruised enough that he sat down, giving up on the hike further along the path. When the path passed through a scenic meadow, the third monk left the path to admire the beautiful butterflies flying among the colorful flowers. Thoroughly enjoying himself, he stayed in the meadow until it was time to return to the monastery. The fourth monk became absorbed in the exercise of walking. As the flow of vitality increased in his body, his attention was increasingly absorbed into his immediate physical experience. When the path went by the outlook, he didn't notice and kept hiking further into the mountains. That evening, the abbess, who tended to notice everything that happened at the monastery, met with the four monks and asked why they had left together but returned separately. The monks explained that they had disagreed about why they were on the path. They said, because they couldn't agree on what they were doing. They had separated, each hiking according to his own purpose for walking the path. Upon hearing this, the abbess laughed and then said, The Buddhist path, the capital P, path, only exists when someone walks it. While people walking on this path for many different reasons, they were equally all walkers. It doesn't matter what motivates them, as long as they walk the path mindfully. If you're mindful, the shortcomings of any purpose will be overcome. As abbess, my job is to help make sure you keep walking the path. Your mindfulness and persistence will take care of everything else. So, well, we can't talk about the practice or the path with, without saying something about mindfulness, right? And so man, no matter uh, why we started walking the path, what forms of the practice that we're engaging in, whether it's the meditative practice or on retreats and holding babies and caring for the family, caring for the community, making a livelihood. Mindfulness, mindful presence plays such a central role in our path. I loved this analogy that I heard early on in my practice. That is, mindfulness is like turning the light on in the darkness. So when the light is on, 
has so many functions, the path will begin to unfold clearly. And so in the story, the first monk walked the path out of the desire to escape the chaos in the monastery. And some of us may have started the path out of desire to escape the chaos internally (laughs) to ourselves or externally. Um, But when we began to pay attention to our immediate experience, we may notice so often, I wouldn't say all the time, but so often the chaos is more or less like a jumbled cluster of thoughts stitched together by our views, beliefs, ideas, and they become a story that we repeat to ourselves again and again. And they can be so darn convincing, right? I can start with something very simple, you know. My neighbor talks really loud. Well, what's wrong with this man? How can it be? How can you be so inconsiderate? You know, maybe I should move away from this neighborhood. I can't stand to this anymore. Well, I've been thinking about moving away anyway for the other reasons. Maybe this just is yet another reason for me to do this. But wait a minute. He's the problem, not me. Why should I move? He should be moving. You can see, right? (laughs) So many times. Uh, The chaos that we create in our mind. It's just this kind of a jumbled set of thoughts gets stitched together. Because of our opinions, views, ideas. But if we're paying attention, we're mindful about it. We can see through. Oh, ah, this is just a whole jumble of opinions, thoughts. They're quite fleeting. They're quite elusive. And so as we become mindful, We can relax and release, release the holding, the belief, the solidity of the stories that we may be holding on to. And the second monk uh, who rushed through the path um, to try to get to the end or get to the outlook, he ended up with a lot of scripts and the bruises giving up the walk altogether. And so without being aware, our goals can become a barrier at some point. I remember for myself, the first retreat, uh, the first Theravada retreat, I had no other agenda but to get enlightened. That was it. I had no other thing going on. That was it. And so I tried so hard. I got up early in the morning, slept late in the evening. And I got 
a whole lot of bruises and scripts of my own kind <laughs> on this retreat. Fortunately, I didn't give up. Uh, like the second monk, I did a persist. And at some point, a little bit of a mindfulness lit up. And I realized that all that striving and trying were creating a big barrier rather than being a support. And so that actually cracked open uh, the path for me. And so mindfulness is um, a key part of the practice. And the third monk was all about enjoying the scenery and got caught up by the butterflies and the flowers. And so just like the monk, um, sometimes we can get caught by the goodies along the path. You know, whether it's a pleasant meditative experience or some high praises and your friends have been telling you. Um, how do we avoid getting caught? Mindfulness. We can become aware how we might get caught. And when we release that, we can keep going. The last monk of the story kept on walking by simply present, taking one step at a time. It's a simple, immediate uh, kind of walking the path, broad vitality, and sustained him deep into the mountain. And so as the abbess says, the Buddhist path, capital P, only exists while one walks it. So this last monk's story is to be continued tomorrow. And so that's probably enough for today. So thank you for your attention. And uh, thank you for your practice. And we will resume in our global Sangha tomorrow morning. Have a wonderful day, everyone. <laughs>